Hey there, welcome to the Living Intentionally podcast. For Women's History Month, we're showcasing women that are living intentionally and writing history. Today's episode, we're talking to the infamous Cheryl Nemhard. Cheryl is a speaker, social justice advocate, author, and host of See Here Love, as well as her own podcast, On the Path. This episode is inspiring for any woman that desires to live her life more purposefully especially if you're feeling the tug to become a speaker. Listen in to hear about the importance of setting boundaries and checking in. Stay tuned for the interview with Cheryl Nemhard. So Cheryl, the reason why I asked you, one of my mentors, to come on this show today is because the theme for this month is women that are living intentionally. And you are doing just that you like everything you do exudes intentionality. There is nothing that you do that's happenstance. And so I, I figured there, like, I have to get Cheryl to come on during this women's history month because she is doing just that she is setting the bar and creating history. She is writing history. And because I, you know, I, you know, I've been fortunate enough to have direct contact with you. I was like, you know what, I need you to come on. Um, I'm super, can I just say I'm super excited to be here and um, it's such an honor to see you in this position and in this new chapter of your life. I'm excited for you. Uh, I've always felt like you have such a gift to speak and uh, to have these changing, life-changing conversations. Um, so I'm really glad to be here. And I, I think you picked a good month too, because I'm so hyped about Women's History Month. <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Yes. And, you know, I, throughout this journey, I've been given the opportunity to speak to other mentors and, you know, people that have inspired me in many different ways. And because I don't connect with people regularly on the phone and stuff like that, I don't actually get the opportunity to thank them or appreciate them enough. And so I want to take this opportunity to thank you, to thank you for showing up. Thank you for reaching out. Thank you for encouraging me. And and really just, I, I guess, seeing whatever God has shown you in me to believe in me. So I really do, from the bottom of my heart, really appreciate that about you for taking a chance. Oh, and you're you know, most welcome. You know, one of the most admirable traits that you have is that once you have your mind fixated on something, you just do. Like, you do. You don't think in him and haw, like anything that you're going to do, you make sure that it gets done. And I know that you also work tirelessly. I've, I've been witness to you on, you know, one of your projects and have seen how you work straight through the night if need be. Um, and I know that's not necessarily something that's for everybody, but I see you do that. And so with that in mind, with you being pulled in various different areas, which role for you is the most fulfilling? Mm, wow, what a great question. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's the, here's the tension. If I don't say mother, I'm going to, you know, it's like the pressure of like, <laughs> mother, <laughs> that's the most fulfilling role. And it is, it absolutely 100% is being a mother and being a wife are my greatest joys. Mm-hmm. In terms of calling, because I always have to say, uh, yes, we are mothers. Yes, we are wives for those that are, because yes. we've got we've got some absolute sheroes that are single right now. 
Um, but there's more, there's more to what God has called us for. Absolutely. And, um, and some of us get that, that awesome privilege of being able to um, step in and walk out our calling boldly. And in that area, I would say um, speaking, um, it has to be probably my number one thing because in speaking, I can do all the things that I do, which is uh, co-hosting on a, on a national television show, the podcasting, the social justice, advocating, you know, uh, working with marginalized uh, youth, all of it is connected to my yes. voice. And so I have to kind of put that at the top because I think it's everything is an outflow of, of that thing. Hmm. And then could you break it down one step further then? Mm -hmm. So in speaking, mm -hmm. you know, you mentioned in many different areas that you or different audiences that you address. Mm -hmm. Is there one in particular that would be dearest to your heart? Oh, don't do this to me. I have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <clears throat> How do I put one over the other? So my, my, so my demographic, like the sort of my, my platform base, the, the, my harvest, if you will, as they say, mm -hmm. you know, the harvest is plenty, the labors are few. Yes. Would be, would be women mm -hmm. um, and youth, women and right. youth. And yes. in particular, marginalized, um, uh, oppressed, silenced women. I love yes. unlocking and freeing them up mm -hmm. and then at risk youth because I was one and I get it. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and trying to help them work through some of the, uh, you know, the layers of hurt and anger and woundedness that they have. Mm -hmm. Oh, if I, oh, I feel like if I say yes. one, the speaking, the speaking engagements for the other will shut down. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just joking. Um, I think I got to say, I got to say women. And the reason yeah. I say women is because uh, a healed, delivered, liberated woman will yes. change her entire family, will parent differently, Absolutely. will wife differently, um, and will, will be a different woman in how she lives in the world will be different. And so a changed woman changes her community and her world. So I think if, if, if we can help bring healing and empowerment and freedom and the love of God and, and help them get through some stuff, um, we may, we may see a decrease in at-risk youth. Like, you know, like there's a connection there. We can see a decrease in, um, you know, uh, f frustration and, and anger and, and depletion and, uh, you know, uh, even troubled marriages. Like it's just, you know, sometimes we carry so much and we just, we just snap, we break, you know? Oh, I agree with you. Yeah. I agree with you. A hundred and ten percent, a hundred and ten percent. And really it is repairing generationally as well. It is, you know, I, I try to tell the young people that I serve, you know, <clears throat> there's nothing wrong with you, I, you know, because they always think that there's something wrong. And I'm like, there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, uh, you're not broken. You were you were you were dropped. There's a difference. You're, mm -hmm. you're not broken innately. Something's missing. And but you were shattered. You were shattered at an early, at an early age by someone who was shattered themselves. Oh, I love and, that. You know, um, and and so trying to get to the to the root of it, I think. I just want to see women um, not feel obligated to bleed while leading. Whoa. Bleeding yes. while leading. That's it's dangerous. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
that actually just, you know, brought me to another question. Beautiful. Is, is there any topic that when speaking that you would prefer not to speak on or I know sometimes speakers can be pigeonholed yeah you know um especially depending on where you're being asked to speak there's Mm -hmm. like a a, something specific from you that they're looking for and the so the the questions kind of lead in that direction Mm -hmm. yeah you know um so you know again, COVID, COVID is the great, great, uh, <laughs> the great equalizer, the great silencer, the great uh, show stopper. It, it, before COVID, mm-hmm. things were really building in the, in, in my speaking ministry. And I was finding myself sort of two, three weekends out of four with the speaking engagement and, and beginning to travel and see like some expansion happen that in that area. Um, And I had to start as the expansion was happening, funny enough, I had to put some firm boundaries around um, what you just asked, which is interesting, like what I will talk about and, you know, the areas of focus and passion that I I love to dig deep in. And I had to really, and that's important, you got to sit with yourself. For anyone that's um, just starting to, you know, explore speaking as a ministry, they feel called in that area, or uh, maybe you've sat down on it as you're reigniting you've got to ask yourself, what are the things that God has placed in my heart? What am I most passionate about? Um, sometimes your er- the area of your woundedness, the area of your pain is your platform. Right. And so you got to look at that too, the connection, because your story is what actually opens the door for uh, ministry doors. And so I did that. I sat with myself and I realized what I um, am most anointed to speak and teach on and what I'm not. And uh Interestingly enough, there wasn't a lot that I, I felt I couldn't talk about, like, you know, corporate business stuff, not me. Right. Um, uh, all the all the <clears throat> sort of new agey self-help, get someone else. If you want to yes. talk about how God uh, can make us better, how he's created us for more destiny, mm-hmm. purpose, alignment, I'm in. Um, here's, here's what was interesting that came up, if I can share this with you honestly. Please. I put some parameters around my past. What I found was, yes, um, and I'm going to say that this I found to be particularly um, prevalent in the area of BIPOC speakers, myself being a Black woman. Yes. People love to hear the grimy, dirty, filthy, painful, scarring part of my story. Right. And almost it have a, have a joy in listening to the brokenness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have to make sure that if we, if you want me to share my story, mm-hmm. we're not ending there. There absolutely has to be a moment for me to teach and preach redemption out of yes. it. I gotta, yeah. I gotta take people to healing. Mm-hmm. I gotta take the story to where it is now. If you're right. just going to focus on my past, then you are capitalizing. You are, um, you are exploiting my absolutely. past. And so right. I drew a line there because I found myself people saying, oh, share your story and give us all like, don't hold anything back. We want the Mm -hmm. real raw. And I would share it. And as I'm ready to talk about where I am now, they're like, okay, thank you so much, Cheryl. And I'm like, wow. Mm. Okay. So you, and, and so we do that. We do that. We love to bring people who have gone through hell and high water. We want to talk about the hell, but we don't want to let them share the high water parts of their life. Right. 
Oh, thank you so much. You sharing that, it's going to be helpful for so many people, so many people, because I, I do believe that for many women that are, you know, whether they're speaking or actually in many facets that they're serving, it's that boundary piece that can be really challenging to navigate, right? It's, it's how much to share, even in social media. It's how much of myself to share without sharing too much with, you know what I mean, um, so that it yeah. doesn't become sensationalized. And yeah. and like you were, you were saying, it's almost like, you know, that the tokenism now. It's like, yeah. oh, here we go. And, you know, like a, like a um, stereotypical story yes. for us to share, you know? Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And, you know, can I say one more thing too? Sure. Um, I, what I did because, uh, because I, I, you know, my bones are, are filmmaking and that's kind of where I, I love to, it's, it's my outlet. It's how I use art to, um, impact a, a different generation, uh, with some like messages of the, of, of the love of God and like talk about hard stuff. So, but I, what I do now is I coin it because people throw that into my bio before I get up there. And so I say, well, you know, I still have a lot of my filmmaker, um, muscle in me. So I've, I've, I've got a PG version of my story an mm -hmm. AA version. I make a joke about it. And I'm like, today you're going to get the Disney version because <laughs> we, I said, we, we know that God is a redeemer and I'm going to tell you kind of, I'm going to skim through where he's brought me from, but I want to talk to you about where he's taking us. And right. I drive the narrative because I'm not going to allow people because in a way that is stereotyping me and, and yes. um, cornering me in this sort of place of like, Oh, let's get the black girl with the tough street story and then right. feel good about ourselves. And no, right. no, no. So I, I really try to um, sort of sail through that part and then mm -hmm. focus on all because because guys, ladies, he has done so much since our so past. So much. Absolutely. So much. And and to dwell there and camp there and live there, it's it's mm -hmm. there's no forward movement with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you so much for that. Thank you. Um, so for my listeners specifically, the woman right now that's feeling, you know, discouraged or somewhat, you know, trapped in herself, in her mind, I'm feeling like, you know, she keeps trying to make strides and is kind of on that wheel, just spinning, spinning. What kind of encouragement would you give her? Um, you know, we could speak to the single woman feeling like that. And then if you could possibly share a tidbit of encouragement for you know the women that have you know younger children I know that you have your children that are now older but you didn't always have older children you had to do this journey with younger children and so could you kind of share you know what that journey looked like for you mm -hmm. well I, I think the first thing I want to say to to the woman who feels stuck and mm -hmm. to the woman who feels like her wheels are spinning nothing's happening, nothing's popping off. And, the, and you're just kind of really frustrated and um, hurt and wounded about it. Um, I've, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. Um, it, it, it's, it's not a great place to be in and, and it, it doesn't feel good um, to want to move forward and can't. So I've been there, done that. Uh, I learned a couple of things along the way. The first thing when I was stuck was I had to do personal inventory, which seems like they don't go together. 
because you're thinking, I want to learn. Okay, great, Cheryl, don't talk to me about me. I want to <laughs> learn about how I can like do the things you do and have the podcast and have the show and have this and speak <laughs> everywhere and try like, yes, but I had to do inventory and hard assessment of myself. And I realized that there were some things in me that needed to be fixed before I could move forward. And that part of the spinning of the wheels was that I was sitting in dirt. Mm. And people sometimes blame the car and the vehicle and, oh, something's wrong. Something's wrong. The wheels are spinning. I can't get the car to move. Well, look down. Are you in a pile of crap? Ooh. Right. Are you in a ditch? Yeah. Where are you? Where are you stuck? And so I was stuck in my past. I was stuck in the things that didn't go right and wrong and, and well. I was stuck in waiting for permission. I mm -hmm. want to circle back to that in a minute because that's Ooh, big. Yes, please, please. I was stuck in seeking male approval. I had and when I and when I scratched that down, mm -hmm. I realized that I had daddy issues. I grew up without a father and I have been trying to please the father my entire life. Yes. And that was the spiritual father to the point of exhaustion. And he never asked me to do half the things that I was doing back then. Right. I was taking on stuff to please the father. And he told me in those moments, the moment you woke up, Cheryl, and I say this to whoever's listening, and you opened your eyes, that was enough for me. Mm. I can't love you anymore than I love you right now. And I needed that because I was always trying to please the father. And then on earth here, because we live on earth, I was doing anything and everything to please the men that were in leadership over me, trying to prove myself all the time. That stuff is very wheel spinning stuff. Yes. Um, and then, and then I also realized too, that I, I, I was broken. I wasn't, I wasn't fully complete and whole. I wasn't loving myself the way I should because I was taught, taught in my culture and in my denominations that loving myself was vanity that, right. And we can go there. Mm -hmm. um, but, but self-love is very different from vanity. Mm -hmm. Self-love is wanting to heal and, 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 and wanting to fix the, the broken worst parts of you so that you can be better for others. Absolutely. It's actually in service to humanity and to ministry and to your family that you want to love yourself and fix yourself. And so there was a lot of wrong teaching there because, you know, they're like, oh, you, you don't stop loving yourself and you just love God. And, you know, that's vanity. And so I, I had to un, I had to unlearn. I had to unlearn. The other thing was I realized that I was also um, part of my brokenness was that I, 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 I was constantly competing. And so I, I never saw people as collaborators. I never saw people as partners. I never saw the idea that we are a team. We are a sisterhood. We're a body doing this, like journeying in life together. Mm -hmm. I had to take it on by myself, do it by myself. And I was competing and that caused mm -hmm. burnout, exhaustion, and also com competition and comparison. Oh, for sure. We know as the thief of joy and many other things, it was a it was the thief of my progress. I couldn't move forward because mm -hmm. I was so focused on what other people were doing. This is way, way back. Y'all, mm -hmm. this is the old Cheryl's, like in the <laughs> early, early 20s, y'all. Yes, we're talking the journey. The yeah, journey. the journey. This, and so that was the starting point. And yes. so, so believe it or not, I had to start with me, which I really think when we sit with ourselves, that's the place we should start. I, I did the work internally. 
and recognize that if I do one good thing, and that is my assignment from God, I'm good. And so I didn't, I, I allowed him to drive rather than this is what I'd like to see. And so um, as things came in, I just did what the Bible says. You know, I'm such a Bible girl, so forgive me. I always go in the Bible, but I just wanted to be faithful and excellent in those small things because mm -hmm. I knew that doors would open for greater things. And I just started to build that way. And then I asked big questions of myself. Um, where do I see myself in five years? What is hmm. the call of God on my life? Where are my passions? And my passions, sometimes you'll know uh, what my pastor says this all the time, Pastor John Thompson, profound guy. He says, you'll know your passion because it's the place that you're most frustrated. <laughs> and I was Ooh. like, hmm. <laughs> there we go. But if you are sitting there and you're like, why can't we start on time? And why can't things be organized? And why yes. are we not scheduled? And where is the support systems for the, you're probably called to admin and helps and structure and business. And if you're like, yes. why are women so bound? And why can't women rise? And like, it's, you'll, you'll see it, just sit with yourself. And so I did all of those things. And then I, and then I did a very non-spiritual super spiritual at the same time thing. I waited. Mm. I waited. Mm -hmm. I waited because I, because I understood, I got the clear understanding that not every good thing is a God thing. Oh, yep. Yep. Not every good thing is a God thing. And that, that big. and that God's timing, his Kairos yes. is far more important, greater uh, necessary in my life than the chronos, the, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of things. So God's timing was what I wanted. I didn't want my own because right. I tried my own and it, it blew up on me. Mm -hmm. And so when I checked in with God, last thing, I realized that I, I had small children. I had three children under six at the time that I was doing all of this oh, wow. sort of, yeah, beginning parts of like, where do I go from here? What am I called to do? How do I make it happen? Those big questions that keep you up at night. And uh, I realized that I can only, I'm only going to be able to do 2%, maybe 5% of the things I really want to do. And that's okay. Right. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. My priority is being a mom first. I have an assignment. God has given me, I, I, I am stewarding my children. They were given to me as a gift, as a blessing. Right. And my responsibility is to steward them well. And th they're not small things. Don't get me wrong here, but they are part of that verse being faithful over the seemingly small things. Oh, absolutely. And so, and so I was like, other people may say being a mom is a small thing. It's a huge thing. And I'm going to be faithful in this area. And so I waited. And then as, as, as some independence came, I started to pray the same prayer, uh, Father, would you give me capacity for more? Mm -hmm. I always pray. I always pray for capacity. And, you know, mm -hmm. to this day, people ask, how are you able to hold all of this stuff and not drop it, crack it or snap yourself? <laughs> like, just go, go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because I pray for capacity daily. Mm -hmm. Give me the supernatural ability to hold more. Um, that I don't feel it, that it doesn't throw me off my game that it doesn't break up my mind or my my peace or my day like give me you know so um and then and then I just was obedient 
If he said go left, I went left and left. And you know, when you do something and you do it well and you do it without permission and you do it boldly in your calling and without the fear, take the fear out of it, mm -hmm. uh, the, doors, the doors just open for you. You'll see it. Oh, oh, that was so good. That was so good. And Did thorough. I talk too long? No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely right. not. Thank you. And even as you were talking about capacity, all I, all I could envision was, you know, really you're asking for capacity, but because you're not carrying it, you know, it, it's, it's like you just releasing it right back to God. He's giving you the capacity, but then he's holding it. So it's not so burdensome on you, you know? Oh, that is, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Um, I think I may have one more question, one more official question. Uh -huh. And you kind of touched on it already by mentioning something about goals. So, um, you know, my, this ministry that God has given me that I still don't even know what it is in its fullness, ladies living intentionally. When you hear ladies living intentionally, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? Like, what does, what does living intentionally look like for Cheryl? And then the next question is, 10 years out uh intentionally intentionally living intentionally to me looks like living a focused life mm -hmm. it looks like living a productive life producing fruit at all times mm -hmm. which means that you have to make some really hard assessments of is this producing fruit or is yeah. this just a fun to have right um I'm not in the, I'm not in the business. I'm too old to be doing hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say that right there. You can, you, you can just repeat that. Just, just go ahead and we repeat are that. We are too old ladies to be doing hobbies. Hobbies is when we were doing cutting and pasting and gluing and glitter. And we had time and we had a little orange juice and an oatmeal cookie on the side for snack time. Yes. Those days are over. We don't have the time. What am I saying? We don't have the time to waste. Right. We are running out of time. Time is right. valuable and more valuable as we get older. And so everything we do must be with intention. Mm -hmm. So it means focus. It means planning. It means um, asking yourself, is, I ask myself these questions, is this going to produce fruit? Fruit mm -hmm. that glorifies God, fruit that empowers people, that moves people forward in some way, lifts them up in some way, elevates them. Two, is this part of my wheelhouse? Because as I said, you know, there are people and I'm speaking to, I know I'm speaking to you, Renee, you are one mm -hmm. of these people. And I know anyone else that's listening more than likely there's a few in the bunch, right? We can, you can put a, you can put a, a, a mic in our hand, a shovel in our hand, a scalpel in our hand. Well, not a scalpel, but other things in our hand and we can do them really well. Right. Mm -hmm. We and, and we just have that ability to do things. We could take, we could handle different positions in church and we mm -hmm. can, you know, take on different roles and do them well. Doesn't mm -hmm. mean right that they're that divinely appointed thing. Yes. Yes. So we ask ourselves, is this thing part of my wheelhouse? Mm -hmm. Well, then what is your wheelhouse? I ask myself, what is my calling? Mm -hmm. Who am I called to? Mm -hmm. And what am I called to say or do in that space? Amen. So what is my calling? Mm -hmm. Who am I called to? And what am I called to say or do in that space? And so if someone says, hey, Cheryl, run this, you know, we want you to speak on uh, nutrition. Uh, yeah, we want to speak. We want you to speak <laughs> on nutrition. 
right. and uh, the physical body and health. And I'm like, I would love to. And they're like, and it pays $5,000. I'd be like, uh, 30 second pause. No, <laughs> right. Because it's nowhere in my wheelhouse. Here's the other thing. If we're talking about like deep scarring and woundedness and relationships and psychology, as much as I could speak from a spiritual standpoint, I would rather someone, you know, and I know you had her on a show, like an Andrew Bawea, like people that can go there. And so, yeah. it, it, you know, saying no is such an incredible, huge step towards living intentionally. Mm -hmm. In fact, no is the forerunner of intentionality. Oh, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. And now for Cheryl Nemhard, 10 years from now, ah. of course, God willing. Okay. Well, I'm just putting it out there. I wouldn't have said anything and you caught me on a good day. So I'm going to, I'm going to put, put it out there. Okay, Lord. Yes, please. I, I, I would love, I would love to have my own TV show, but we'll see. Oh yes. But we'll see. Yes. I'd love, <laughs> love to have my own TV show, but we'll see. Oh, uh, no. Not we'll see. Yes, we will see. <laughs> we will see. We will see. I would love that. And I would love to have uh, authored several books by then. Mm -hmm. And um, more importantly, host. I'd love to host conferences. I know that the speaking will still be part of what I do, mm -hmm. but I would love to gather certain voices together and really do intentional. Oh, there's that word again. Intentional <laughs> things for women um, yes. that I haven't seen yet. Yes. And so um, I'd love to, uh, and then the last thing is, is that I see myself utilizing, still utilizing all of the gifts in this really cool way of like arts and media and still making it um, very much ministry and very much, um, you know, God inspired stuff. Um, so, I, and you know, here's a great thing, guys, if you can answer this question, and, and you can actually say as part of your sentence, more of the same, you're on, you're on the path. Very nice. Yeah. You're, you're, Very you're there. Nice. You've, you've hit it. You're in your stride. You're doing the divine call thing. If it's just more of, but drilling down. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm, I'm excited so excited. I'm excited for the show. I want it. I want it to blow up people. You need to share, <laughs> like subscribe. Thank you. Thank you. Like I said, you know, it's just about being obedient. So as you said, just, you know, putting myself in position and just going with it, allowing God mm -hmm. to just do what he wants to do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one of my questions was going to, was going to be what crossed my mind as I was about to fall asleep, maybe about three days ago, was asking you about your next book, the one that you actually author completely and fully. Um, yes, girl. So I know you haven't said it, but I know <laughs> that it's coming. <laughs> It is coming there, there. I have two books that I'm working on right now. Ooh. Yeah. And so See, one, God told me, I, I listened. I was like, you're giving me goosebumps. I'm like, oh Lord, now it's out there. Oh Lord. Yes, it people, is. People be like, I heard on the podcast and I'm going to hold you accountable. Yep. Um, yeah. One is, one is definitely um, a, a, a story. Uh, you know, it's, it's the story of my life, but it's the lessons mm. I've learned along the way. Amen. And, uh, and it's all about, you know, deliverance, freedom, mm -hmm. women walking in their purpose, loosing the chains, all of mm -hmm. that. And then the other one is more of a devotional book. Um, but still, still very cool that people can kind of have like a shorter journey with me and, and grow. I love that. Yeah. 
See? Oh, thank you, God. Yeah. Him and I are friends. I'm like a, I'm, I'm like a crazy woman. I, I actually, I don't ask me why. And again, I've not told anybody this. It's crazy that I'm telling you this. Nope. It's All not right. crazy. It's the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I feel, I feel too like, um, uh, believe it or not, I'm, I'm, I've been sitting with myself for the past few days, weeks, actually weeks, and I've been not, I've been feeling like I'm missing something in the area of podcasting, uh, some, an area that I really want to touch on that I, I can't do because how my podcast has taken shape. It's very much like this. It's um, interview, conversational, like, you know, learning. And, and uh, I, I've been wanting to do more like, uh, like affirmations and like, hmm you know, scripture mm -hmm. and like, you know, and so I've, I've just been sort of sitting with it. And um, I've been feeling that knock, like sort of just short biblical teachings. And I, I, I feel mm -hmm. like that side of me, I need to do more work in. So we'll see. Ooh. Oh, this is all so good. This is all so good. You heard it here, people here on Ladies Living Intentionally. <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, Cheryl Nemhard is definitely a force. Uh, you know, I didn't, you know, I chose Look who's talking. Uh, wait, wait, we're talking about you though, Cheryl. <laughs> but honestly, like you were selected intentionally. Like it's not happenstance. It's yes, it is Women's History Month. But I mean, as you continue to write history, you know, as a black woman, mm -hmm. no, not woman of color, I'm thinking as a black woman mm -hmm. in Canada, you know, just this path that you have well you know your podcast is on the path but you know as you just continue to forge forward I've, I've said to you for the last few years at least you know just keep going because you know I'll be right behind you know. and you know you know like just keep going because I'm, I'm gonna follow your lead you know and I do look up to you for you know for that and you know again I appreciate you I appreciate your time I love everything that you're doing so much of our ministries are connected yeah. and you know i you know then there's still the lighthouse as well that yes. was that was a project that cheryl hosted for a few years back to back and mm -hmm. and it's, coming, I was back, it's coming back and i'm actually going to be kidnapping renee without her permission so <laughs> if she comes up missing she's with me <laughs> you can find her in my ministry <laughs> and but that's just what it is though that's just what it is you know i i contacted cheryl pretty last minute asked her if she could jump in and she jumped in and I know it's more because you know she loves me more than anything else yep. <laughs> just just to come in and, and support me on this new venture with through with regards to this podcast but also because it it is it's God's timing and this is just how he would show up but he continues to bring our paths together and I'm you know I'm really looking forward to all the greatness that he has for you and for me for us you know I'll be cheering you on cheering you on cheering you on and praying for you thank you sis you're thank welcome you so and welcome. me to you me too i'm super excited for uh for all that god is doing and i just want to encourage you and the ladies that are listening um you know i i say this all the time but i i can't stop saying it it's it's time to roar Mm -hmm. it's time to roar you know it, it, it's i'm not asking you to find your voice because you never lost it mm -hmm. never lost it i'm 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 asking you to amplify it to own it Ooh. to own your voice and to amplify it now the days of whimpering and small splashes in the ocean are over the tsunami that god has called you to create in the mm -hmm. world that shaking of the earth 
um, yeah. where your presence is felt, your gift is felt. It's that time. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, I felt that. I felt that. So yeah. no I, more playing I small. No more playing small, right? Ah, uh, yep. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I do listen when my mentors charge me, I, I fall in suit because I need it, you know, and we all need that. We, we do, we need that push and, and whichever areas of our lives we need it in. So thank you very much. You're welcome. And, and now, you know, now that the ladies know who you are, they're like, you know what, I need to get in touch with Cheryl because this lady's doing yeah. a lot and I think I can jump on, on board with her. So yeah. how can these people find you? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I live, I lived, I literally guys, it's, 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 it's my lifeblood to encourage women. Um, and anyone that follows me socially will know that I'm constantly encouraging and pumping you up. You can find me at Cheryl Nemhard, C-H-E-R-Y-L. N is a Norman, E is an Edward, M is a mother, B is in Barney, and then hard. I always have to do it that way. Yes. It's like Nemhard, but the B is silent in the middle. Uh, yeah, it's it's the same. It's Cheryl Nemhard right across the board, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Perfect. And are you on Clubhouse yet? No, I have an Android. Listen, oh, the, listen. Bible says, the Bible says many are called, but few are chosen. We are, we are the chosen few, the Android people. And so I won't take <sighs> the temptation of Clubhouse to walk down that path. <laughs> Just joking. I always, I always rip my iPhone people, but no, I'm on Android. So there's no clubhouse for me. Okay. So basically you need an iPhone. I do not. No okay. So anybody that's listening that has a spare iPhone no. from Miss no. Cheryl Nemhart, she is accepting gifts. I refuse. I, I, I make okay. a really, I make a really bad joke to my family. And I actually say, I will not take the mark of the beast. <laughs> Listen, you don't have to use it. You just need to have that clubhouse app. And then you can, right. and that's just, that, just for that, just right. for that, because there's a whole audience there waiting to hear Cheryl Nemhart. Oh. So, so, you know, we're amplifying our voices. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank I you. you. <laughs> All right. So that concludes today. Thank well, you, so you and I will take this offline, but um, thank you again, listeners. And, you know, join us again, have a great week and remember to live intentionally. Thank you.